Hi, this is Debbie McAllister and this is Light Up Your Worth. This week's episode, I am bringing in my friend and spiritual mentor, Elisa Hartswell. I am so excited for you to meet her. We're going to dig into the Sacred Soul Alignments modality and what it is. She's the founder and so want you to hear how delightful it is. Also, we're, we jump into what does it mean to allow time to integrate versus processing emotions with energetic healing. We talk about the importance of our own self-healing and understanding what downloading energetics can do with your neuropathways and so much more. So I'm so excited for you to take a listen. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, would you please do that? And share it with a friend and write me a review so that we're able to reach more incredibly soul women. Hi, this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. This podcast is for you, the spiritual curious woman seeking inspiration, hope and practical knowledge as you navigate a life transition and move forward with confidence in rebuilding a new and radiant life. Each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other soulful spiritual women who get real and vulnerable as they share their very own unique journey through transition. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it'll motivate you, and light up your worth. Hello, and this is Debbie, and this is Light Up Your Worth. I'm so, 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 how many excited can I put in for today? I am bringing uh, today's guest is Alicia Hartswell. She's the creator of an extraordinary, powerful, sacred soul alignments modality. She has guided thousands of people, including myself, from around the world to walk the sacred path of their soul's calling as they rise up to embrace their innate healing gifts and skills. Alicia's deepest purpose and desire is to teach, heal, support anyone who is called to the light, healers, seekers, creatives, and life workers. Those who want to experience self-healing on the deepest level and also those who are called to heal the world. Welcome, Alicia. (laughs) Thank you, Debbie. I'm excited to finally be here on with you. Yeah, it's so, so exciting. I am. I was telling you earlier, I think um, I've interviewed a lot of uh, sacred soul alignment practitioners. And what's so special about it is because not only have you created this super extraordinary, powerful, and yet gentle healing modality that I'm in love with after so many others that I had worked with is that it's a community. Yes. And it's just this huge heart centered community. And so everybody that I have on who's a sacred soul alignment just brings their uniqueness. And yet they all have the same powerful energy to work with. And so that I'm so, so, so grateful. Um, so, so excited, excited that you're here. Um, 
<laughs> so I'm sure people are like, what? So what is sacred soul? You know, what are the sacred soul alignments? Um, yes. I know people are just really wanting to know since there's been so many practitioners on. <laughs> Straight from the horse's mouth. I will do my best to describe exactly what sacred soul alignments are. So I refer to the alignments as packets of energy. And when they first started coming in for me, um, I called them alignments to distance myself from the word activation, which there's nothing wrong with the word activation, but it was a big buzzword at that time. And I wanted to distinguish myself and my work. So I called them alignments, not even fully understanding at that time just how perfect that word is, because one of the things that these packets of energy are doing is they are aligning our frequency and our vibration to that particular energy of one of over 450 alignments or a cocktail of alignments, which that's a whole rabbit hole we could go down, but they're either al aligning our energy by clearing things that are lower of a lower frequency, such as embedded dense emotions, trauma, um, patterns of disease, patterns of lack, our false programming that is lying to us, telling us what we aren't and what we can't have, or they're bringing in higher frequencies that help raise our vibration up to that, that level of to match whatever that alignment is. And they're doing many, many different things within that packet of energy. They're clearing very specific beliefs programming, reprogramming our minds. They're bringing in new positive programming, new neural pathways so that we can actually um, go and create these new experiences because we know how to find them. We know how to recognize them, bringing in positive frequencies, positive emotions. Um, I could go on and on with all of that. <laughs> and it's all wrapped up in... Um, a packet of energy that I intentionally intended. Is that a phrase? Intentionally intended? Um, it is now. It is now. Yeah. It is now. <laughs> we just created it. Um, I, I really strongly set the intention that this modality and everything that would come out of it, which I could have never imagined when I began to create it, um, would actually be gentle and that would create lasting deep transformation without creating chaos because at that time my life had been in complete chaos from uh, healing energies that were not very gentle and I wanted the opposite experience with a even more dramatic result and that's what we ended up with with sacred soul alignment. Uh, and that has been such a difference. I remember when I first started um when I learned Reiki, like back in 2000, after 9-11, after is when uh, Reiki discovered me. And I remember where it really shook, it changed my life. But it was really painful. Like, the what did they call it? The healing. Oh, I was having healing crises. Yes. And I think that word just needs to be axed. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it, it really doesn't. We can heal with grace. And, you know, a lot of times 
the reason why that happens is because the frequencies that we're using to heal with have come in in a distortion with distortion and so we're having to clear out that distortion while we're clearing out our own stuff and that creates a healing crisis or people are just simply doing too much and not allowing the integration and i often say that the integration part of healing is just as important as the the healing work itself we have to allow all of that to integrate and allow those changes to take place or we'll go into a healing crisis or the healing's not going to be permanent because we're not giving a time to complete Mm -hmm. i've experienced that myself you know where i i've overdone it and then i have to like really allow allow it to um integrate so people are probably wondering then well what is that what is integration you know what is that integration when you are doing some type of energy work and sacred soul alignments and you need to integrate what does that look like that is a, such a good question. And we throw out these words that we're so familiar with. And, you know, sometimes we, we don't think about actually going into explaining what that means. <laughs> so what is integration and what does it mean? So in, in, from my perspective, it means many different things. So it depends on what's happening with the healing that we're integrating. We're either allowing our, the neurons of our brain to rewire into different patterns, into different programming. And that takes some time or we're changing literally changing the cells of our body and that can take time we're maybe releasing literally lifetimes of of trauma that's embedded in our cells in our organs in our nervous system in our chakras in our energy bodies there's a lot of places for that stuff to to clear out mm. and so integration can mean moving through that period of time where you're maybe working through some of those emotions that you've been holding on to for your entire lifetime and and even longer than that many other lifetimes mm -hmm. so you may have anger come up when you're integrating that doesn't mean you're in a healing crisis that means that you're processing the healing um, you may have grief and sorrow come up you may even experience you know, a little bit of brain fog, or that happens to me when I know that I've had, that I'm experiencing a deep healing. I experience that brain fog and that kind of spacey feeling. And that's processing. That's different from a healing crisis. A healing crisis feels like you don't know who you are. You don't know how your life is gonna be pulled back together. You know, you might look in the mirror and you don't recognize yourself. I mean, that, <laughs> that can happen after after doing some deep healing work, too. But a healing crisis is much more dramatic than processing through some emotions that you've avoided for the last 40 years. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It almost feels like you've burned the house down and now you're like trying to figure out, you know, you burnt it to the ground and, you know, you're trying to figure out who are you, why are you here? All those really big, big, big questions. Yeah, for me, the healing crisis that I experienced right before sacred soul alignment began to come in for me was that my life completely fell apart. The relationship that I was in, which I thought was the one, fell apart in a very dramatic way. And 
everything, you know, my, my car got broken into, everything that I owned was in my car because I was moving across the country and everything got stolen. I mean, like everything fell apart. Um, and, and it really got my attention. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, when you mention um, the integration of the cells, I think that's really fascinating because I, what I have loved about your work is that it follows the science. Mm. So if every cell that we have, and I know different parts of our bodies regenerate at different uh, timelines. Um, and so really connecting that to it's part of the cell regeneration and then going back, you know, one of the, the greatest amounts of, benefits that I've received as a, a practitioner uh, since the early days was uh, the first one was that when these started to come through, I could feel uh, your intention with it being heart focused. And I, and comparatively to, to another something else that was around right before it, you know, before then I could dramatically feel the difference. And over as the years have gone by and they've gone up to 450 now, you know, sacred soul alignments, you know, I remember when there was 50, you know, and that was such a, it was huge, right? Like, Oh my gosh. And I could quote them all. And, (laughs) and, um, and now I have to, you know, I'm constantly um, learning and, and, growing and healing because the work that you do, I think is an example of clearing our own energy and constantly upgrading our own self. And even though there's 450 now, um, the energy of it is even more powerful. Like if I went back and listened to something that you did three years ago, I can tell the difference, you know, Yeah, for sure. And part of that reason is that I have literally uh, just last year gone in and energetically up upgraded every single alignment. That was a lot of work um, with technologies. So things that have come in for me since I started doing this work and things are constantly coming in for me. And so all of the tools that I'm the conduit for are also getting upgraded and therefore everything that all of the practitioners are using and all of the practitioners energies, it's all, it's all getting upgraded and, and we're all up leveling together. Um, and I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's so important to be a clear channel, because when when you are somebody who's transmitting energy, which we're all transmitting energy, but if you are um, a particular type of energy transmitter, you know, where you're 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 doing this type of thing f- purposely for other people and connecting to their higher selves. It's so important to be, to have your own energy be clear because you're the conduit that that's coming through. And so if your, if your energy is distorted and that doesn't mean that you have to be perfect by any means, you know, none of us are perfect, but to, to be a a good manager of your own energy and to work on your own stuff is so important because then what's coming through you and going 
out into the world is going to not have that distortion. Um, and I always say that the work that we do for ourselves is the most important work that we can ever do. And that includes if you're working with one other person or 10 people or 100 people or a million people, it's still going to be the most important work that you do is the work that you're doing for yourself because that's just, and, and I would say that was, that is exponentially true the more people you work with because then you can bring forward higher frequencies and have a more impactful experience for the people that you're working with. And I think it really shows as when you think about a leader, you know, this bigger purpose that you have to really heal and spread um, the, the global healing, you know, really raising the vibration. And I think it's something that I frequently talk about what the intention is with the podcast is to be able to do that. Yes. And you're really doing that in a powerful way with the variety of guests that you're having. And I remember when this was a, um, an idea, mm -hmm. a concept, and now you've, you've created so many incredible episodes now. Yeah. Yeah. It's really uh, powerful. It's been really, um, life-changing too, as far as really getting down and continuing last year, I upgraded by becoming, you know, the advanced practitioner at the beginning of the year. And just a couple months into it, my life dramatically shifted and it continued to shift um, in really, really big ways. And one of the things that I, that I have found that has been so extraordinary is that, um, and that I was going to share with you. And then I was going to ask you another question was that I always had what now, what we have the called, you know, the imposter syndrome, right. Which got labeled in 19 and then seventies actually by some, uh, ladies researching. I found the original article of where that was actually came out in somebody's PhD papers. Oh, that, that I'll have to share with you. And it, yeah. syndrome alignment. Yeah. Right. And so now that's there, what was so interesting is that I had, um, when we started to work together, I had, um, so much, um, more of those type of beliefs, you know, like, um, felt worthy, but then not worthy on, on certain things and how it showed up in my life and what I've, what I have experienced. And I think everybody that I have worked with and, and using the sacred soul alignments is that that stopped being the case. You know, I made some huge changes back in 2016, walked away from a role and I've done uh, multiple things that I never would have done in my life. But what's been so extraordinary with this last upgrade of all of those alignments in, and then with the advanced was that, it um, was the generational healing mm. that's occurred um, and really been able to connect um, belief systems and really digging into um, beliefs, you know, disempowered beliefs. And one of the, the things that you do, and I was hoping that you could help explain it, was that um, part of the work that you do is where, um, maybe we've never experienced 
joy. Mm. Yeah. We've never experienced um, like the love of, of a father or a mother or of something. And your work has always included these downloads yeah. for us to go in. And I wanted to see if you would help explain um, what that is and how it works with this. Yes. So that's one of my favorite things about this work is that these energetic downloads actually have been scientifically proven to create new narrow pathways in our brain. And the research was done by the Theta Healing Institute um, that when energetic downloads are coming in, they are actually rewiring our brain and creating new narrow pathways. And so what that means is it, you gave a really good example. So we might not know what joy feels like. I remember when I was in my twenties, my mom told me that she didn't think she'd ever experienced joy before in her life. And that was, that made a big impact on me because that was shocking to me because she seemed joyful, you know, she seemed happy, but for her to reveal that to me, that was, you know, that was, that, that still devastates me because she's not gone now. And, you know, to think she never got to have that experience. Of course, she's having that experience now, um, in the spiritual realm. But, um, so anyway, we can bring in an, uh, a download and the, every alignment has downloads built in that are relevant for that specific topic of that alignment. So using the example that we don't know what joy feels like. So if I could go back in time and, and do this for my mom, you know, bring in the energetic download of what joy actually feels like so that we have that feeling in our body that lights up the cells of our body that lights up our brain with the frequency of joy that then begins to create new neural pathways now whenever if we have a new experience um, that we haven't experienced before in our life so i for some reason the uh, the thought of ice cream. So maybe we've never eaten ice cream before. Somehow we get to the age of 20 and we've never eaten ice cream and we taste ice cream for the first time. That's a new experience. And that new experience is going to actually create new neural pathways in our brain. And it's the same thing with the energetic downloads. And so now we have these new neural pathways that help us recognize joy or whatever it is that we're bringing in that help us know how to find it, know how to get it, know how to feel it. And those neural pathways are literally putting energetic feelers out there looking for joy. And so if we can actually take some action after we receive the healing and go and seek out experiences or music or ice cream that brings us joy, it's going to solidify those neural pathways even more and create even more neural pathways. So it opens the door for us to actually completely rewire our brain and to, and therefore to create a whole new reality because then our, our brains and our energy fields are literally seeking that new frequency that we've just downloaded. So it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And this is all science. So this is science based on the Theta Healing Institute did, they've done some incredible research on what energy healing actually does and how it affects our body and our brain. And I could go on and on about some stories that I've learned from Vienna Stiebel. 
the creator of Theta Healing, and also science that I've learned um, through Joe Dispenza's research and lectures. Uh, I, I learned a lot recently about the neuropathways of the brain and, and just our, our brains. I mean, it's just remarkable. Mm-hmm. So this is science. This is, you know, energy healing is intangible. Uh, a lot of people think it's just this woo thing that, you know, how can that be true that you just download joy and what you, you create new neural pathways, but it's actually science based and we actually can change our lives and actually pretty rapidly changing our lives. Yeah. And, and what's so, so, um, one of the things when you were sharing that, what I was thinking about was, you know, when we're uh, growing up and maybe your parents don't let you watch um, something on TV, right? Too violent or, you know, when I was growing up, it was the speed or age myself, but it was the speed racer cartoon, right? My mom thought it was too violent um, for us to watch me and my younger sisters. And so it's, it's kind of funny now if you watch speed racer, but um this super old seventies commercial, <laughs> like a race car, right? Little house on the prairie. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So and watching it and, uh, and I, and I, you know, there's parents now, it just depends on what it is, right? Like, Oh, you probably didn't watch let your girls, or I didn't watch my son, you know, watch certain things because it leaves an impression. Right. And I think what they didn't realize is that it really does leave and an oppression in our neural pathways. Yeah, because we're not only creating those positive neural pathways to look for the positive frequencies and experiences, but even more impactfully, I feel like in the world today, so much um, outside influences wiring our brains to addiction and depression and you know the the negative stuff that we don't want to experience um but we can actually change that through through healing work mm-hmm. i know i've met so many amazing people who have changed like a lot of um a lot of depression a lot of anxiety a lot of addictions yeah um health issues um i know when i'm um uh struggling with anything that's health related, I go look it up. (laughs) I'm like, Oh no. The one I've been running a lot of is the, is the nervous system as I'm going through a big transition and, uh, and have been (laughs) since the beginning of this podcast, but, um, it's starting to, you know, um, it's kind of coming and funneling down. And I, and now that I'm starting to look back already, I can see why it all happens, right? Like I can start to connect it all. And so I've been running like, um, you know, um, you know, then like the nervous system, um, alignments and a lot of those that are connected and record them. And I think what's really interesting too, about the sacred soul alignments is that you can program, different things in your life as fascinating as this conversation is we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back hi debbie here are you a lover of essential oils crystals energy healing work channeled messages positive affirmations well do i have uh, something to share with you 
My friend Nikki is the owner of Sage Essential Oils. She's on Instagram, sage underscore essential oils. I'll include that in the show notes. But I wanted to share with you that she does these amazing essential oil alchemy blends that have crystals and these amazing blends of essential oils called ground alchemy, calm alchemy, uplift, nurture, daydream. And they're all these really delicious and yummy blends. She also includes with each order a personal intuitive affirmation that's downloaded and channeled just for you and a beautiful postcard. So as a healer, she's a Reiki healer and she does ancestral healing sessions as well. And she's located in Australia. And so if you want to try these amazing things, I highly recommend them. I love them and use them in my own life. So again, her Instagram is sage underscore essential oils. Let her know that you heard about her here on Light Up Your Worth podcast. Be blessed. Around them. And so, um, and you've shared some of these. And so I would be, you know, how, how would you explain that to somebody who's like, what you put the energy into, you know, when my alarm goes off in the morning or, you know, <laughs> yeah, it sounds a little wild. It sounds a little out there. Um, to, you know, especially to somebody who might not be super into energy healing work like we are. Um, but it's basically, I mean, that, uh, also is based on science because it is a scientific fact that everything is energy. You're made up of energy. I'm made up of energy. The microphone I'm talking to is made up of energy. The chair I'm sitting on is, is energy. And so it's just, uh, an invisible form of energy, um, that we're using to the way that I kind of describe it. So you talked about running an alignment when your alarm goes off. So that's a process that's kind of setting an intention, setting the ball. It's, um, let's see. I don't know if I have a good analogy for that. I've been, I've been getting a lot of good analogies lately. Um, well, I mean, it's actually just like setting an alarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? It's setting an a timer for the energy to run and all of this work is outside of time and space so we can set the alarm for the energy to run in the future and it's going to run in the future because we're we're in the quantum field when we're doing all of this it's outside there's no time there's no space so just like we can do distance healing work um, we don't have to be in the same room together we can do healing recordings it doesn't have to be at the same time that you're listening to it that the energy is actually running it's that same concept but a lot of people also will activate objects and crystals are one of the most popular things to activate because they're really good at holding frequencies. And so the way that I think about anything that we're activating is that it's bringing that energy into something tangible because we live, even though we live in a world of energy, we also see things with, you know, we, we can touch a microphone, which sometimes doesn't make sense to me because there's so much more space between the molecules than there are the molecules themselves. You know, sometimes I'm like, why can't we just put our hand right through that? But, um, we live in a tangible world 
and energy that we can't see, the alignments, Reiki, all, all the different forms of energy healing, um, it's intangible. And so when we activate something like a crystal, it's bringing that into a tangible form that we, that some people can connect to much more easily than just the energy, you know, listening to a, um, a healing recording, especially people that are maybe just kind of getting into this world of energy mm -hmm. healing, having something tangible can actually be really helpful. Um, my boyfriend was not, you know, he was into energy, but didn't understand what I was doing. And he's got hip issues. And so I activated some crystals for him with, you know, cause he thought, well, you have to have your hand on me when you're running the energy. And I'm like, no, I don't. So I thought, okay, how can I make this more tangible for him? So I activated some crystals. He kept those crystals in his pocket all the time. And when he would forget, he, his hip would hurt. And so I was like, okay, this is interesting. He needs that tangibility. And he's since kind of graduated out of that. He doesn't wear the, them in his pocket anymore. <laughs> he believes in it. But it's kind of a, it's, those kind of tools are kind of a nice bridge into really just working with the pure energy because that's really all we need. But sometimes it's fun to have those crystals and to activate our doorways. And I do it all. I, I do all of that um, because it brings it into more of a tangibility. But the reason why we can just activate things and, you know, set, set a timer in the universe to run a cocktail of alignments when we start our car or, you know, the alarm turns off is because all of this is outside of time and space where we're working from the quantum field, which is outside of time and space. So hopefully that makes sense to people out there who are wondering about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like in the old days where people would walk around with just a rock, right? Like, or the worry rocks. Yeah. They were actually doing the same thing. They just probably didn't know about it or if they, you know, hold, um, different types of, I think a lot of different places have different ways of uh, doing that, whether they're holding on to like prayer beads or, you know, there's energy associated with it. That's how I've always connected it. Yeah. And everything does have an energy signature and, you know, some things have a higher frequency energy signature, like a lot of crystals have a really high energy signature already. And then when we activate them, then it becomes exponential. But when we attach meaning to something, then it, it becomes powerful for us. So like rosaries or japa beads, you know, mala beads, um, a crystal, a rock that you're carrying around in your pocket as a worry stone. When we attach a meaning to that, then it takes on that meaning energetically, no matter what it is really. Yeah. It's so, so powerful. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up was that um, you had shared some of when we talk about frequency of holding the, and you had used the example with your mom with joy um, of the Dr. David Hodkins work of holding frequency. And I, and since you were the source of how I learned about it, I always associated it with you. Um, but where you had shared, you know, when we work on ourselves, 
just doing the work on ourselves, whether we want to do energy work on somebody else. And if it was joy, thinking about joy, it's 750,000 people frequencies. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? So if we're able to clear enough of the trauma and the dense emotions and actually hold that frequency of joy consistently, we, through our energy field, are having a positive effect on 750,000 people. And if you go all the way up the scale to enlightenment, which apparently there's, I don't know, if this is true or not, but I heard recently that there was like 12 people supposedly on the planet that are consistently holding the frequency of enlightenment. And I don't even know what, how many people that they would affect. I think it's something like 7 million people if you're holding the frequency of enlightenment. So that's not that many people that would actually have to hold that frequency to create an entirely completely different world. So even the frequency of joy, 750 million people, I don't, I don't think I can do the math in my head, but how many people would that have to be to have an effect of, on 7 billion people? Not probably not that many, maybe a city's worth of people, you know, if we could somehow get together and raise our vibration and be able to hold that frequency consistently. That's the key to having that, that big effect is holding that frequency consistently. And that's actually what we're doing as, um, a human collective. We are incrementally rising up one person at a time that affects the next person that, you know, it has this exponential growth and we are creating that tipping point minute by minute as we, as we go forward and we can see it in the world around us and the world is kind of going through a healing crisis right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, you know, I always think of even something so simple to compare it to, of you're in the grocery store, you know, maybe it's not Walmart, but you know, it's a, (laughs) you're, you're in whole foods, but you can, you can really tell the difference when you go shopping at like a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods where there's a lot of conscious uh, people who are done some intentional work versus going necessarily into like the Walmart and where there's a lot more poverty mindset. Yeah. And you can literally feel it. I know sometimes you can walk into a room and go, Ooh, I don't want to be in this room. That heavy feeling. I think for those who are, who are newer to how this all feels, you know, to, and then for the science of it, of holding that frequency, or, you know, when you pass somebody and you just feel good, they smile at you and you pick up their energy and, you know, so, um, I think, you know, when we have the ability to heal ourselves so that we can increase the vibration, because, you know, we all know, well, at least you and I know, we signed up to be here right now. Absolutely. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder what I was thinking, but (laughs) yeah, it sounded like a good idea at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Some late night up in, out in the spiritual realm we got together let's go let's go go down there and and change the planet yeah right (laughs) and it's what's so interesting about the work is like how it all um integrates into you know um 
other modalities, you know, for somebody who's done some work or they don't even really quite know it. And, you know, I know that, um, here soon you are going to be opening it up because you don't continually run um the sacred soul alignment modality you know it's a it's an event really of people gathering together and joining our community and so i wanted to see if you would share more about what that looks like now because as you have elevated yourself leveled up your energy healed different parts of yourselves and and just for any listener if you if you watch the youtube alicia looks younger now just so you know than she did when i met her <laughs> and that's been like what seven eight years now it's been a long time yeah, um, yeah. there's been a lot of healing on all levels <laughs> in that in that time for sure yeah yeah. And so I wanted to see if you would share, you know, what is, what is your program now? What is, you know, people interested in hearing more about the sacred soul alignment? I mentioned I was a level one and then I became level two and advanced. And um, so what is that? What does that yes. look like today? So sacred soul alignment, you know, you mentioned that we're all always upgrading and up leveling and so therefore since sacred soliman is something that has come through me it's also always upgrading and up leveling and i have given up on the idea that i'm done in the past i've thought okay I've, I've got everything recorded i'm gonna it's done and i can just relax and i can focus on the next thing or whatever and i've given up on that idea because it's always evolving just like we're always evolving and so recently this past year 2021 was a very transformational year for me um, i almost lost my life back in march through a very freak um, thing that happened with a very routine surgery and that set me on a journey of the depth of healing that I never, I, that I thought I had done. <laughs> I wasn't done yet. And I've just been through so much personal growth and transformation that that has automatically translated into sacred soul alignment. And so since the beginning of the year, so we're in April now, and since the beginning of the year, I've been working behind the scenes on a complete redesign of the Sacred Soul Alignment courses. And I actually just unveiled this a couple of days ago in my Facebook group. And so what this is going to look like is that, so I talked about a couple minutes ago, and we've, we've had this conversation here about how self-healing is the most important healing that we can do and i believe that with every cell and fiber of my being and so i, I i'm taking that concept which i know to be absolutely true and i'm bringing that into sacred soul alignment which was already there but in a different way so previously the the version of sacred soul alignment that you went through was a 12-week certification program and then I just kept creating alignments and didn't have anywhere to put them. So I created an advanced class and you've, you've been through that. Um, but now the journey is going to look a little bit different and we're going to be getting started with the first version of this class in May. Uh, May 12th is when our next class starts and level one, the price has gone way down and the amount of time that the class is going to take place over has also decreased. 
And what level one is now going to be focused on is completely you. Um, getting you really, really healed and squeaky clean and giving you, the, the individual coming into this class, all of the tools that you need to clean up your stuff on all levels and layers. So the individuals coming through this six week class now um, will be receiving 84 alignments that they'll be attuned to the frequency of these alignments to be able to run them for themselves. And there is going to be a lot of healing work. So previously, there's always been a lot of healing work throughout Sacred Soul Limit because that's what I believe in the most. And so I can't not do that. And so I would do a lot of healing work for people as they were coming through because what happens is when you encounter something that's really powerful, all of your stuff starts to come up because now you have a way to resolve whatever it is that has been creating patterns of pain and suffering in your life and, and your body maybe and, and your bank account and your love life and you know all areas of your life. So now you can work on those things powerfully and resolve those things. And so your subconscious and your, your, your higher self, you know, they're having a party, bringing all this stuff up, uh, give, giving you the gifts of all the things that you've been holding inside for your whole life. And so that can create, um, kind of a version of a healing crisis, actually, when people come through the class and it's like everything at once. And so I would be doing healing work and they would be doing the healing work on themselves while they're simultaneously trying to learn this whole new modality. And I've had practitioners tell me in a good way, but I also really listened to this and felt into it, that it's like a fire hose of information. I've heard this multiple times. And so sitting with that in the last year, how can I make that more comfortable for people? How can I make this a better, deeper, richer experience that's even more impactful? And so that is the new iteration of Sacred Soul Alignment that you're going to do to get your own work done first and you're going to be a powerful healer for yourself and then um, those that are called can go into level two which is now the certification um, and it, in order to go into level two you don't have to want to do this work out there in the world as a profession you can still just be doing your own work I would say at least a third of the people that come through sacred soul Limit only come in to do their own work and that's what they think a lot of people realize actually no I'm going to do this work out there in the world now um, but a lot of people come in thinking or you know maybe always just doing the work for themselves and so in level two then you get most of the advanced what were the advanced alignments and then the rest of the level one alignment so in level two I think you get about 160 additional alignments additional to that 84 and um you get the vortex of creation. You get a lot of training on how how to more deeply work with these energies. And then I'm also doing two, this is brand new, two weeks of business training um, in the level two certification because I believe that those of us who are on the spiritual path, that are on this path of, of vast evolution, we need to have the resources to back up our missions. And so I believe strongly in supporting people in that. And so I'm bringing in 
everything that I have to offer on business training, including a couple of guest teachers. And, um, and then I teach you really just how to put it all together. And so the certification now is a little bit longer period of time, but you will have such a depth of transformation that is going to last. I believe in permanent transformation, not just, you know, something that we resolve in a minute and then it comes back because we didn't we didn't really address the issue um, and I believe in taking our time to do the work the right way the first time and so that's what I'm offering to people and it will be a little bit longer um, the two levels together are a little bit more of an investment than the original level one but you get almost twice as many alignments um, and you really get, I mean, you could even look at it as kind of a business in a box mm -hmm. that, that term just came to me because you get everything that you need to work with clients in a powerful transformational way. And I'm going to be teaching people exactly how to create that business. Like I did, I knew nothing about, I didn't know what an email, you know, list was, I didn't know anything when I started and I created this whole business from literally ground zero, nothing, no business experience, nothing, um, on my own. And so I know a lot about what it takes to create this. And I, I'm excited to pass on even more of that information than I ever have before. Yeah. I'm super excited with this, um, with this new format, because it's so important to clear and help ourselves. I mean, how would that has this huge ripple effect? Yeah. So, so powerful. And you can, and maybe when somebody's, at least this is what I've realized for myself. And I think this new um, outline of how the program is going to move forward really showcases that as well, is that when I've done sessions with, um, lots of people, lots of different types. I know, I think just about everybody who's been on here, I've had a session with, um, you know, whether I did work with them before they were on the podcast, you know, and now I'm bringing them on or, um, but you can, um, you can start to feel, I think as people have more work done or do more work with different people, you can really feel their energy. Mm -hmm. And you may not be able to put necessarily um, your finger on it, but you can, you know, I've, I've had sessions where I'm thinking, you know, not that that was bad, but I can tell that there's more, that they need some more healing. I can only, they can only heal me right to the level that they've healed yeah. themselves. Doesn't mean we have to wait to, to work with people, but I, I think you really have to get to at least a certain point of your own healing. Yeah. And I don't think that that's talked about enough. <clears throat> I think people are afraid to say that because it might offend someone, you know, if we say you really need to work on your own stuff before you go out there connecting to other people's energy. And the most intimate thing that we can do is, is to allow someone into our energy field. And <clears throat> We see a lot of, and not that there's anything wrong with this, but we need to use discernment. So we see a lot of, um, on Facebook, you know, 
Akashic Records reading question or pendulum question or let me draw a card for you or you know let me do some healing work for you you know these threads that we see on on Facebook and it can be tempting to oh yeah you know I'm feeling insecure about this part of my life let me ask this question in the records or let me you know draw a card and all of that stuff is valid but we need to use discernment when we're allowing someone into our energy field and I never comment on those things unless I really really know someone because I am very protective of my own energy because I, I know what it feels like to have <laughs> teachers or healers, you know, that have connected to my energy and distortion is coming from them. And I talked about um, a minute ago how important it is when you're channeling healing energy to be as clear and squeaky clean as possible so that you are so that energy doesn't get distorted as you're bringing it through. And um I feel like speaking out on that might offend some people that's possible, but I think it's really important and I don't think it's talked about enough actually. So that's kind of part of this mission of changing this class because I want the people that are, um, my practitioners that are my family, you know, I, I talk about the sacred soul alignment practitioners as my family and, uh, you know, under the umbrella of my name, of my modality, I want these people to be as energetically clean as possible before they're going out there and using the work that I've created. So that's, you know, that's important to me and it's important to me to stay in integrity with this work. And so from my perspective, how, you know, that's redesigned that that's one of the big reasons why is that I want to create a army for lack of a better word of powerful healers out there. And then that's what we have now, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to keep creating that because we've done so much work on ourselves collectively as a group of sacred soulmate practitioners, <clears throat> you know, we've done, we work on each other. I work on, you know, I do so much healing work on the calls, but I want to take that now even to the next level and really start with that before we're even ever working with another person yeah it's such a it's it really is important and and you bring up a really important um comment too is about when you are participating in these threads and i'm not that you know it's great that people are doing this right um but realizing that holding and understanding how we have to hold on to our own energy, because I think, I think anybody who's listening to this is going to be sensitive to collective energy and we absorb it, whether they realize it consciously or unconsciously realize, and we can get really full of muck, you know, of, you know, current events can bring you down and you can start feeling like a little hopelessness. And you're like, what's this about? There's my life is great. You know, what's this feeling of hopelessness and realizing it's part of the collective. And, and when we work with somebody giving permission and then closing it back off, releasing that. And, and I'm starting to see more and more people as well mention that. 
That's good. <clears throat> That's good. Cause I don't listen to a lot of people out there. Um, I just don't have the time to listen to stuff like I used to anymore. And you know, all of this stuff that I'm talking about with discernment and the, the importance of being a clear channel and the importance of, you know, knowing who you're connecting to. Um, this is all stuff I learned <laughs> through experience of doing the opposite. And, you know, I've had, I've done a lot of work in the past unwinding my energy from people that I allowed to connect into me or that I learned from or put on a pedestal in some way that actually were using and working with distorted energies. And so all of this is not something that I'm like sitting up here, you know, we have to do this. It's because I learned these lessons the hard way. I did the opposite of what I'm saying. And, you know, and I, and I know just what an impact it can have on us when we're connecting with somebody who's not working with pure energy. Yeah. And I've actually, I've witnessed it having known you all these years, you know, I remember like you would have a cold and you would get run down and you were connecting and you would finish off and you'd be exhausted and, and, you know, and at some point it started to shift and then you were looking for different ways to protect our energy. And, and what it reminds me of is in the, in the, um, the older healing modalities is, and I, and I still like this is the cord cutting, you know, I, you know, where you're pulling together your cords and cutting them like yeah. in the shower is, was my favorite place to do it in the shower. And then, yeah. And then visually seeing my, the back of myself and, you know, um, I've been doing that recently and, and I also do some of the untethering, because now I can actually tell when somebody is really trying to, um, you know, connect in, yeah. connect into my energy. And what's so, what's so beautiful about how this integrated was recently I had a, a the session with human design and that, um, podcast was released, um, uh, very, very recently with my friend, Robin Wynn and what she talked about in my, and it's actually in my chart was that when I walk into a room, people can feel the energy. Well, I thought that was, I think everybody, we can feel everybody's energy, but what I, what I've discovered is that with my energy, people literally connect in Like it's in my chart, they connect in and they're motivated. And so for the type of work I do, the transformational work, whether it's in a corporate setting with a scientific problem solving or being a leadership coach or uh, getting together a team for a week to go solve a big problem, literally they're connected in. And sometimes they don't follow up afterwards. They don't finish on. And it was part of what the chart showed was that, um, my energy is the motivating because I'm an emotional manifesting generator. And, um, besides I'm a four, six with the types. And so people are literally connecting in. And so I, knowing this information already as a light worker, energy healer, sensitive person, sacred soul alignment practitioner, right? I mean, all this stuff is that knowing that it's actually there, that, um, that they will connect in even more. So, so having the discernment of the protectiveness and then having more and more tools 
you know, that you've brought through, you know, I used to remember thinking like I was the bubble boy and what super seventies again, reference of the John Travolta old movie, the boy in the bubble, right? Like I can remember putting myself in a bubble and then, then it became the blue man suit, you know, for the, for the white seamless suit, you know, where I can just see myself and, you know, cutting cords and, and the untethering. It's amazing what we can go through, right? The more we know, the more, um, you know, discernment has become such a big thing and really giving that permission yeah, and then pulling back uh, my energy. So I've been very selective too at who I uh, allow into my Kosh records. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. And, you know, when we're starting out and all this is new and we don't realize how important it is and it's exciting. Oh, you know, yeah, I want to receive that and this and that. And eventually I think people discover through their own. I mean, that's what happened to me, you know, mm-hmm. through their own journey. But I think if we can have those conversations um, and talk about this, then people might be uh, become more aware of it before they have to get to that point where they're sick or drained or, you know, all the, whatever's happened to us along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had one um, question that's kind of a, a change in uh, what we're talking about, but because, you know, you, you called in, you know, the sacred soul alignments. And so I know the, how connected you are. I've experienced it firsthand in person, you know, multiple times. And, and, um, so I'm curious to find out what's the greatest message that you're receiving now from your guides. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're living in such a uncertain time and it, it can be unsettling and it feels like we don't know what the future is and we don't know where we're going and we don't know what the end of the day is going to look like versus the morning. And so when I've been really sinking in for, for messages from my internal guidance, um, the message has been coming through really strongly for me personally, which I know, you know, it's going to be relevant for the, for your audience here is that no matter what happens, we are all going to be okay in the end. Um, no matter, you know, if the financial system collapses or we have another pandemic or whatever we're going through, it's actually leading us to somewhere higher and somewhere, somewhere better. And for me personally, I really need to hold on to that message some days because it seems like things are going in the opposite direction than what I want to see happening in the world. And to really be able to hold on to that, um, that guidance and the way that I would describe it for me personally, um, is, is the messages from my soul through my own source connection. Um, and that's, when I tune into that, you know, what's my soul? What does my soul want me to know right now? Oftentimes that's the message that comes in because that's the message that I need because I don't watch the news and I don't really pay much attention to what's going out there, but it bombards us from every direction. And it sure seems a lot of days like the world is not going in a good direction, but, um, 
that that message is the opposite of that um, and I and I believe that in my heart and my and the cells of my body that we are actually moving into these higher frequencies and this is the the healing crisis of the planet mm-hmm. and we'll get through it yeah you know I was reading something um, or watching something recently with um, I have to look at her name um, Suzanne Gearspan I don't know if I, I caught her on Michael Sandler's and inspired nation just recently. So I haven't watched too much of his stuff, but she caught my eye because she was doing, um, she's a former military, um, exec, right? Like she was really high up in there and now she's, um, connects in with, um, angels and shares all these beautiful messages and what was so powerful about her message was that, you know, this, this transformation that we're going through, the healing crisis of Gaia or Mother Earth, is that when we, you know, not, not that we can't feel those feelings at those days, you know, but we, we have the tools to go pick ourselves up, reach out, you know, dial a friend, message a friend, we help each other. And then, but we you know, don't want to suppress those feelings. So feel them. And then we rise back up because the, the light, we are still shining our light Yeah. and the light, the dark, it needs more of the light. And so there is more light shining now than there was a year ago or two years ago yeah. and doing the work on ourselves or uh, whether we decide to go do it for other people or our families or our pets, um, because I love how pets can carry our energy too. Um, you know, so powerful, but, um, I thought that was a really important message too, of, you know, still shining our light. And so if somebody's wanting to shine their light, um, you know, I'll put in the show notes too, for people to connect in, because I know you're starting up this next program. I'm actually doing a three-day healing and manifesting event on April 26th, 27th, and 28th. And it's a whole, it's a completely, you know, I've redesigned Sacred Soulment all the way from the ground up. And uh, um, I open the doors to every class with a three-day free event. And so it's a brand new, no, completely redone, all new material, all new concept. And it's going to be really fun because one of the things that sacred soul alignment can do is it can be the vehicle for recreating yourself and your life. And I've experienced that I think more impactfully than almost (laughs) anybody. So, um, I've, I've, I've recreated every aspect of my life and myself. Um, so I'm excited to take people through that experience. So uh, if that resonates with you, I'm sure you'll be able to sign up through the link that Debbie's going to share. Yeah, I'll most definitely share that. In fact, um, and then when I do the wrap up afterwards, I'll add it in there too, just so that people can catch it two ways. And so now, um, so Alicia, how else can people reach you? I know we've talked about your community and it's a pretty thriving community on Facebook. 
Yeah, so I started this Facebook group back in 2015, and it was really before there were very many spiritual groups. There was no nothing like that really out there at that time, and it's grown to almost 17,000 people now, and um, it's, it's an amazing community, and it's called Sacred Soul Alignment with Alicia Hartzell, and that's where I hang out the most. Um, I'm also on Instagram and, and TikTok, just you can look me up by my name. Um, and you can also find me at sacredsoulalignment.com. And if for any reason you want to get in touch with us by email, you can just email hello at sacredsoulalignment.com. That's great. And I will um, share the link. And if you, you know, decide to sign up, let them know too that it's through this, you know, light up your worth. I always love to hear that we're able to you know, raise the consciousness. That's really is the intent is to raise the vibration and the consciousness and really give people tools to empower themselves, heal themselves, and especially help themselves through transition. You know, there's so many transitions and, you know, provide hope and and love out there really empowering. Um, you know, majority of our listeners are women. Um, but Um, So thank you so much, Alicia, you know, for being here and for shining your light and, you know, opening yourself up to do the receiving, to be able to bring this all in and continually, you know, up, up leveling your own, your own self and your own life. So thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for following your path and creating this amazing resource for people to learn about all kinds of incredible things that are available to us. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's the best thing I've ever done for myself. I can tell you that. And, you know, honestly, there's a, there is a, um, you know, you can follow, as I say frequently, you know, uh, Steve Jobs says, you know, you may not always understand the directions of what's happening, but then you can go back and connect the dots and I can connect the dots with the work I've done. Um, and, you know, those, uh, those fears of that somebody would find out who I really was, or that I had this whole other part of myself coming from a corporate environment. And now I I just, you know, stepping into yourself, Mm. doing that healing and empowering it, and then knowing and seeing how happy it has made my, um, my generational, my lineage of women. Yes. And when, um, when I have a session with somebody and they, you know, they bring in, bring them in besides me connecting with some of them, but how proud they are. Like they're so much happier because of the work I am doing here, the generational healing, which we didn't really touch on, but there's been so much generational healing of so many traumas. And what I think is so beautiful about that is that I mean, I'm writing a book about this with my own family, the impact of it. And, but just taking, you know, U.S. history in the last, just go back a hundred years. That's for most of us, two or three generations. And just look at the events of women. Yes, it's incredible. Yeah. And that whole, that the generational and ancestral healing, that's a whole, we could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. Because that's some of the most important work that we're doing when we work on ourselves as well. Yeah, it's so um, 
so powerful. So, so thank you. Thank you again. And then I will uh, include in the show notes and in the wrap up for everybody who's listening. And I hope you'll come join us because I will be on that masterclass. I continually stay connected in because continually, you know, life keeps happening. And so there's new things to continually um, help myself through and do it with grace and um, help bring others along. So thanks again, Alicia. Thanks, Debbie. (laughs) As a soulful spiritual woman, are you looking to engage with other heart centered women and really get to know each other, share your businesses, refer each other? Well, if you are one of these women like myself, I founded in an organization called Polka Dot Powerhouse, and I'm part of the Carson City, Nevada chapter, and they're located globally, so lots and lots of chapters. So if you're interested in learning more about this, I highly encourage you to go to polka.powerhouse.com and take a look at the chapters there. And if you're interested in joining, let them know that you heard about us through myself, Debbie McAllister, and this is Light Up Your Worth. I hope to see you there. Isn't Alicia great? I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did sharing her with you. If you want to join me, I'm going to be joining the mastermind that she talks about, the sacred art of becoming a manifesting alchemist. That's going to start on April 26th, 27th, and 28th. It's free. Come join me. Uh, I will put the link in the show notes, or you can just send me a message and I can send that over to you. If you're really interested about aligning your own frequencies and vibrations and really experiencing deep transformation to be able to heal with grace, you're going to want to join this three-day free event with me. So again, the show notes uh, will have the link there or just reach out. So excited that you're here and sharing this journey of shining light so that we can all raise the vibration of our beautiful earth. Sending you sunshine.